Welcome to the Thought Boss Podcast. This is your host, Nicole. I'm here to show you that all the help you need is already inside of you and that you're far more powerful than you give yourself credit for. I'm glad you're here. Now let's turn you into a Thought Boss. Hey guys, what's up? This is episode seven, when thoughts don't seem optional. How you guys doing? I am just here in my little home studio. The conditions are perfect, which just means my kids are asleep and I'm tired, but I am excited to do this podcast because it is so powerful. So the other day I was watching Instagram stories and I noticed something that triggered some thoughts for me. I was watching this story of someone that I really admire and she was sitting next to someone and I don't know who it was. I couldn't see them and the camera was pointed at this model. She was modeling a new clothing line and the model had long blonde hair and she looked really fit and pretty and she was modeling some workout clothes and she seemed a little bit maybe shy or embarrassed to have everybody staring at her. And the person that was next to the filmer made a comment like, don't you just hate her? Now this is just my own brain here, but I'm assuming the person saw the model and had some thoughts and then made that mean something about themselves. I don't think that she actually hated the woman. I think she actually hated herself, maybe for not looking the way that she wants to. But I was thinking of the blonde model and how heartbroken she may have been if she had watched this Instagram story or heard this lady say this about her. And she may have thought, gosh, she hates me? What did I do wrong? I have actually heard several people throughout my life mention that they hate people that they see as skinnier or prettier or more popular or more successful than they are. And I admit that I have been the subject of such hate. You probably have too. And it has always puzzled me. And I don't know about you, but hate is a pretty strong word. I don't often use that word, and it takes me a moment to think of something that I truly hate. When I was writing this podcast, I was thinking, what do I hate? Is there something I hate? There's a few things. One, I hate being really cold. I get grumpy in the cold. Two, I hate the sound of nails on a chalkboard. And three, I really hate getting woken up. I think it's just post-traumatic stress from... (laughs) having four kids and not getting enough sleep. I just hate being woken up. I'm sure that you can relate. Okay, that's a tangent. My point is I was thinking about this model and what she would have been thinking if someone said to her, I hate you. Now, I teach that all thoughts we think are optional. Our brain can suggest them to us and we can choose to believe them or not believe them. We can choose to dwell on them, pretend they don't exist, or change them. But what about when a thought doesn't seem like it's optional? For example, if someone says they hate you, do you really have any other choice 
than to think the thought, they hate me. So what I want to offer you is that hearing a thought is not the same as thinking a thought. Your brain is going to offer you so many thoughts throughout the day. And if you just accept them all as facts, you're probably going to be on quite the roller coaster of emotions. Remember how we talked about thoughts create emotions? So let's play this through. Someone comes up to you, they look you up and down and they say, I hate you. Or they whisper to their friend and you can hear it. I hate her. Your brain is going to offer you tons of reasons why she's right. You're too skinny. You're too fat. You're too talkative. Your hair's too short. You're too feminine. You walk funny. The list goes on and on. And it's going to be all the things that people have ever said to you about anything that's wrong with you since you were a little kid. Every, all of that stuff is going to pop up to the surface. Now, a thought is a choice. You can make the conscious decision to watch your brain. You can watch it. Your brain just try to offer you those thoughts and you can observe it wanting to make that thing true. You can let your brain look for all the reasons that you're so hateable. Why are we so good at that? It is crazy how good we are at finding something that's wrong, but it's totally normal. You are totally normal. Your brain is so good at looking for things that are wrong because it's just a survival tool. You have to be able to scope out threats to your survival. And right now, someone hating you has your brain on red alert. Because in your mind, to your lower brain, hate equals rejection, and rejection equals you're cold and you're starving, and we can't be hated because we will die if someone doesn't like us. Your brain can be so good at convincing you. Okay, so you can take that route where you go wherever your loose toddler with a bottle of nail polish brain wants to go. And you will find a whole horde of reasons why she hates you without her saying anything else. Or you can watch your brain and then you can respond to your brain. You respond to what it's trying to tell you. And instead of automatically allowing yourself to go crazy, you can answer your own brain. Something like, hey brain, I know you're worried about being alone or unloved, but we really don't need to worry about this one person hating us. We don't actually have to listen. We could just pretend that that's her problem and we can move on. So let's back up a moment because I know that you're over there saying, yeah, but she really does hate me. It's really true. So do you know why she hates you? No, you don't. Here's my theories. Just a side note, here's my theories. One, she doesn't actually hate you. She saw you and she had a judgmental thought about herself. She hates who she is inside of her head when she's around you. And it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with her. With the woman in my story, she didn't even know the model personally. In her mind, she was probably having thoughts like, I wish I looked like that. Oh, I need to lose weight. Or I would look terrible in that. I never work out. I eat too much. She is probably going to town on all the things judgy about herself. The poor girl doesn't even realize that she's tearing herself apart. And she doesn't realize that her judgmental thoughts are causing her to feel terrible. So what happens when you feel terrible? 
you act terrible. She let all that negativity bubble up and what came out of her mouth was a bit of dirt about somebody else, but was completely reflective of all the thoughts that she was thinking about herself. So my second theory is that she really does hate you. And maybe she does. But you know what? Her hating you is not actually a fact. It's still just a thought. It's her thought. You are her circumstance and I hate her is just one of her thoughts about you. It is also completely optional to her. And she has chosen to think that thought. Okay, so back to your thought. When somebody says, I hate you, you may think that you have no choice but to believe it. I mean, they said it right out loud, straight to your face. You may just adopt the thought, she hates me. And while I, I do admit that circumstances influence thoughts, they never completely control thoughts. You still have control over what happens next. Maybe it looks like this in your mind. Your circumstance is, girl says she hates me. Your thought is, maybe that's true. And maybe that's okay. Maybe it's totally fine for her to hate me. She probably doesn't, but she's likely going to behave in a way that confirms that she hates me. And I'm just going to be aware of my own thoughts because her opinion of me is not important. However, my opinion of me is everything. You guys, this is why I am teaching you this. Nobody else's opinion of you can even hold a candle to the importance of your own opinion about yourself. If you let everyone else decide who you are and how valuable and worthy and lovable you are, you will be miserable, my friend. You get to decide what you believe about yourself. If you want to believe that you are crazy amazing and talented and you rule the world, please keep thinking that. Keep believing that. You cannot hide your thoughts, ladies, because you everything that you do or that you don't do, you do it because of the way you're feeling at any given time. And the way you are feeling is directly correlated to your thoughts. You think the thought, I hate myself, and you can bet your cute butt that you are going to show up in a way that proves that thought is true. Our circumstances are not optional, but our circumstances are also not bad. They are not good or bad. They're not terrific or terrible. Our thoughts about our circumstances, what we make those things mean about ourselves, those are the things that matter. Your thoughts are what makes something good or bad. And when you can turn a stranger's hate message into your own little pep talk in your own mind, that's when you're really winning. That's when you take all the mud that's thrown at you and you build yourself a dang good mud castle. You get to choose. You always get to choose. So let's do another example because I'm pretty sure you don't quite believe me when I say that all thoughts are optional. Let's take the circumstance of boyfriend dumps you. Now this is a good one. This is going to hit home, especially for me. I'm building this from experience, okay? <laughs> Circumstances, boyfriend dumps you. You have this 
big, long discussion about how it's not you, it's me, and I feel like we're holding each other back, and I'm just not feeling it, et cetera, et cetera, right? You've heard it all before, and I don't mean to be insensitive if you are going through a breakup right now, but this is just coming from my own experience. So boyfriend offers you a thought like, I just don't feel the same way about you that you feel about me. I just don't feel love for you like I want to feel love. Or just flat out, I don't love you. Ouch. That circumstance does not feel neutral. Boyfriend totally doesn't love you. Now here's where it gets tricky. Boyfriend says words and you can choose to think the same exact words. Like he doesn't feel the same way about me that I feel about him. Or you could put in that circumstance line, boyfriend says he doesn't feel the same way about me that I feel about him. Now, this is a super important distinction because there is a difference between you thinking the thought he doesn't feel the same way about me that I feel about him and boyfriend is saying words along the lines of I don't feel the same way about you. And the reason the two are so different is because the first thought is about you. But when you insert he says in the beginning, you're making it about him. The first thought, you are flat out believing him. You are making it true without even questioning it. But what boyfriend says and what the words mean to you are two different things. When he says that, it is so much more in-depth than just that one single sentence. This is why these breakup fights can take so long, right? But what boyfriend means by what he says, it can be totally different than what you make it mean. So you put the circumstance through the filter of boyfriend says, and then you're coming at it from a much cleaner place. And you can think thoughts along the lines of this is what he's saying. He's trying to tell me how he's feeling. Let's try to understand him instead of this is the end of the world. I'm unlovable. I was getting mixed messages and I'm never going to love anybody again. Now, a side note, I do not recommend trying to coach yourself in the middle of a breakup. I recommend crying and being heartbroken and letting yourself be in the moment with him while he's breaking up with you or however you feel when he's doing that, if you're angry or sad or whatever. And after you've gone home and you felt sad and you've eaten all the ice cream and you're ready, then you can start writing some of these things down. Then you pick out the circumstances from the things that you wrote down and you find the things he actually said. And then you look through your notes and you find what you made that mean about you. The reason breakups hurt is not really because of the things that are said. It's because of what we make those things mean about us. We hurt ourselves by making things mean that we aren't lovable or worthy or valuable. Do you hear me, girl? You are causing your own pain and it comes from your thoughts. So let's recap. All thoughts are optional and it seems like it would be harder to make the thoughts optional that are like what other people are saying directly to us about ourselves or our situation. And I'm not offering that you don't believe that thought that they're offering because you'll probably try to tell me that it's really true, that so-and-so really does hate you or your boyfriend really doesn't love you. 
And I'm going to tell you, you don't really know, but you might be right. And that's okay. Now, where did you go? Where do you, what do you make that mean about yourself? It might be true to that person. Maybe they really did mean that. But a super helpful thought to keep in your tool belt is, so what? So what? What does that mean? It means more about them than it means about you. They are not telling you something about yourself. They are telling you something about themselves. Your brain is so powerful and you do not have to be a victim to other people's thoughts. When someone suggests a thought to you, you get to choose if you want to make that thought something you keep thinking and keep believing. You get to have a choice. Now, Brooke Castillo teaches that there are five different parts to a conversation. This helps make sense of it a little bit. There's what you say, there's what you mean, there's what you were trying to say, and what they heard, like the actual words, and what it means to them. That's why things can get so confusing, right? This is why all thoughts are optional. Things don't always mean what we make them mean. In fact, most of the time, they're vague enough that we could throw it all out together and make it mean something totally different about ourselves. So I want to conclude by giving you a bit of advice that I find helpful. And I want to offer you that your life is a great experiment. It can actually be really fun. Learning that thoughts create feelings is this process that lasts for our entire lives. And when you choose to just observe your brain and your thoughts and your feelings without expectations and without judgment, something really beautiful can happen inside of you. Instead of this feeling of anxiety about your thoughts and your feelings, you just feel love for yourself. And I've noticed that the more that I tell myself, it's okay to feel however I'm feeling, the faster I'm able to move on to feeling on purpose. That's really what makes this work so powerful. When you start feeling what you want to feel on purpose, including all the hard stuff and the scary stuff and the frustrating stuff, you feel so much better about your life because you realize you are in control. You are creating your own experience and it can be as amazing as you wish for it to be. The good part would not be as good without experiencing all the hard stuff. It is so worth it to just let yourself feel all the feelings and to stop judging yourself for your feelings. Just try to be a curious observer and watch the way your brain wants to offer you thoughts because it wants to keep you safe. And then experiment with really powerful thoughts like, you know what, it's possible that I could do absolutely anything I want to. There is a chance that I am far more powerful than I used to believe. And I think maybe I'm going to try to live an extraordinary life. When you realize thoughts are optional and that they are the basis for all the results you're getting in your life, choose to take a leap and consciously choose your thoughts. Choose the thoughts that you know are going to stretch you. There is a whole big, wonderful world out there to be experienced. And it all happens inside of your brain. So go get it, girl. Hey, thanks for listening. For more help with specific problems, visit thoughtbosscoaching.com. 
to sign up for a free coaching consultation to see if coaching is right for you. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time.